Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. In 2018, Missouri voters approved an amendment to the state's constitution. It wasn't even close. 62% said yes to clean Missouri. But Wednesday, legislators in Jeff City signed off on sending a different amendment to voters, one that would undo a big chunk of clean Missouri's reforms. Now that amendment goes to voters. And if they say yes this summer or fall, it could cancel out the changes mandated the first time around. Well, how is that even possible? Well, joining us today to answer that question is St. Louis Public Radio political correspondent Jason Rosenbaum. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So when voters approved Clean Missouri, what were some of the big changes they were making? Well, beyond the redistricting part that we're clearly going to talk about, they also uh, substantially curtailed lobbyist gifts, made it substantially harder for legislators to become lobbyists. Uh, made legislative records open to the Sunshine Law, uh, banned fundraising in the in the Capitol. But I mean, if, if you talk to people on either side of the issue, everybody knew that the the big central focus of this was state legislative redistricting. It basically created a whole new system where a demographer holds most of the power to draw House and Senate lines with some very specific criteria, most notably criteria aimed at creating districts that have partisan fairness and competitiveness. So that's what was passed in 2018. What was passed on Wednesday would largely get rid of the redistricting system. It would get rid of the demographer and would place the power over to either bipartisan commissions or appellate judges to draw with a a different set of criteria. Most notably, compactness goes up in the order and that aforementioned formula about competitiveness and partisan fairness goes way down. So talking about compactness as the goal, is that different than the status quo before Clean Missouri came in with all these changes? No. In fact, it was the status quo before Clean Missouri changed. And I think that was a big problem for many Missouri Democrats. And, and here's why. If you look at a map of Missouri and you and you and you like put another map of the voting patterns over it, mm-hmm. you'll notice, especially in the last two election cycles, that Democrats are largely condensed in St. Louis and Kansas City and to some extent Columbia. And then in the rest of the state, Republicans are just doing gangbusters everywhere. So by requiring districts or let me put it this way, by making compactness a a, a substantial element of redistricting, you wouldn't be able to create maps that, say, stretch from St. Louis City to maybe central St. Louis County in, mm-hmm. in a map. And the only way that I have, when I've done a lot of reporting on this, that you can create more competitive districts compared to what are there now, is you would have to basically attach urban or inner suburbs with more like far or exurban places. And the, the, I, would, I would argue the old system didn't really allow for that. And the new system with that competitiveness and partisan fairness uh, formula would allow for that type of district to exist and would create, I would say, more competitive districts for, 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 for Democrats, basically. So Clean Missouri had said that the details of how to get to this partisan fairness and competitiveness instead of compactness, this would go to this newly created demographer position. If this gets rolled back, you said there's some judges involved. Like, who would be making these decisions? And, and is that different than who's making them now under this pre-Clean Missouri status quo? Well, I know there are some people that disagree with my analysis of this, but I've never really felt like the bipartisan commissions, either under the old system or this proposed system that passed on Wednesday 
had a great chance of coming up with maps Mm -hmm. because you need seven-tenths of the membership to basically adopt a map. And there's intense pressure from both parties to not compromise. So for all intents and purposes, I really do believe that appellate judges would hold most of the power under this plan that was passed on Wednesday. They would obviously have to use a completely different criteria that is in place with Clean Missouri and even a different criteria that was in place you know, before 2018. That, that point, I think, is really worth mentioning, uh, especially language about only counting voters as opposed to counting just everybody. Now, that's a particularly controversial point that uh, the opponents of this new plan have, have brought up. So, and, and sorry, so yeah. this uh, this would be something new coming out of the legislature's reversal. This this is not something that just takes us back to the old system. No, I would I would agree with Clean Missouri proponents that this is not reverting back to the old system because the criteria changed. I would say for the most part, the structure of this plan that passed on Wednesday is reasonably similar to the old system in the sense that you'll likely have bipartisan commissions deadlock and then a panel of appellate judges draw. But the criteria is different. That is uh, is unquestionably true. And I think that's one of the big key points that the Clean Missouri proponents are honing in on when they're criticizing the the plan that passed on Wednesday. Hmm. Now, I know that some black Democrats had opposed clean Missouri because of that very thing you described, where suburban sections would be tacked onto city districts, could make it harder for them to win. Did they join with the Republicans to send this new amendment to voters? No. And what you're mentioning is part of a decades-long struggle, particularly in St. Louis, between African-American Democrats and white Democrats. Mm -hmm. And this is just the part that hasn't been really like said openly during this debate, but I'll I'll say it openly. There's a whole segment of white Democrats who do not like minority-majority districts Mm -hmm. because they see them as helping Republicans in the sense that when you have a very African-American district, uh, you can't the, the surrounding areas are going to probably be more Republican. And that's been a tension since, uh, you know, Bill Clay was in office in the 1960s, 70s and 80s. So I think that there were some black Democrats that saw clean Missouri as a, a threat to the status quo and that there wasn't enough protections to prevent districts from becoming more white mm-hmm. in order to foster more competitive districts. Clean Missouri people proponents would say there is language to protect against that scenario, but we really would have to see that play out. But going to your question, uh, it didn't really seem like the proponents of the, the the measure that passed on Wednesday did nearly enough to bring in African-Americans that were African-American lawmakers that were clearly had doubts about clean Missouri because only one of those lawmakers, Representative uh, Maria Chappelle Nadal, mm-hmm. a former state senator, voted for it. So I see that as kind of a, from an optical standpoint, kind of a failure on the part of the proponents of getting rid of clean Missouri, because now the clean Missouri proponents could say, well, this is a primarily Republican effort to try to undo what happened in in 2018. So some of these uh, legislators may have been flippable, but they did not flip them. This was largely Republicans making this change. I I would say that that's very accurate. And I think that that could have because there were a lot of prominent African-Americans that openly opposed clean Missouri in 2018, most notably Congressman Lacey Clay. And um, I think that You know, from talking with a couple of black legislators while I've been here, I think that what they're going to do is they're hoping 
Like they would rather have clean Missouri stay in place and they're just going to be hyper vigilant about what the demographer actually does. Because if the demographer does do what I mentioned before and make African-American districts substantially whiter, there is kind of a safety valve against them in that a bipartisan commission could overturn the demographer. So I think they see that as kind of a better safeguard against the the dissolution of majority minority majority districts than coming up with a completely different system. Okay, well, there'll be a lot to watch here. I understand this could be on the ballot in either August or November, and we'll be covering it going forward. I know you will too, Jason. So uh, St. Louis Public Radio reporter Jason Rosenbaum, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.